1: a ton of encouragement,
0: and maybe a little inspiration. Hi, today's podcast is spring and chicks. (laughs) That would be like baby chicks. And I'm here with Debbie Free, three-year-old teacher extraordinaire and the summer camp director at Camp Keshet at Benetar Congregation. And our chicks have just hatched. So I want Debbie to tell you all about how this experience affects the children, and her, um, because I can't imagine anything more magical
1: than we do every year. Debbie, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, Karen. It's I'm good excited. to be here. Um, yeah, so the chicks hatched yesterday. Okay, so, so tell us the history of the chicks. Okay, so... We started doing the chicken hatching program several years ago. We had a parent who had some chicks on her property, and or chickens, I should say, on her property amongst other animals, and she said, would you like to do this um, to one of our pre-K teachers? And they said, absolutely. And I saw what was going on, and my sense of wonder kicked in. I said, I want to do that too. Can I do it too? And, of course, the answer is always yes here. And um, so we st- I started doing it about four years ago. And um, we look forward to it every year. It's one of the best. Okay, things so we the do. chicks come, or it's every springtime. Every springtime, tell we ask for them to come, bringing we, the eggs into. Tell us the setup, okay? Because so, half the world has never seen this experience. Right. So we get ready. We have an incubator. We ordered incubators online and rotators and all things that we never even knew about. We did our re- we did our research. Um, we print pictures and calendars and all kinds of things, and then we um, schedule with the farmer and we ask her to come, we know that it takes... From years of doing this, 21 days it is, it is an exact science um, for the chickens to hatch. So we count back before spring break because we want to end with such a bang. And um, so we count back 21 days. We know when to ask her to bring the eggs. She's always so accommodating. And and um, we begin the minute that she brings them to us, and we set them up in the incubator. <laughs> I
0: mean, so I have like and a very like
1: crazy good bulk non-farm. Yeah, question. I, listen, I grew up on Long Island. Chicks grow up always year round (laughs) yes they do but we plan it this way because we're talking about springtime we're talking about what happens um you know in all right in places where it's you know was winter here it's sure everything's the same all year round okay so then then you set up the incubator tell us
0: about the so you teach the threes and tell us how
1: they understand connect to this engage with this they have no, in the beginning, they have no clue. They don't know what we are talking like about. Right. Like I was in the <laughs> beginning, too. I had to do all this research, and now my friends think I'm crazy. They're like, how do you know? I'm like, I just know. Um, after learning and teaching for so long you just know these crazy things. So, yes, we sit the children down and we examine the eggs. She brings us all kinds of different eggs. They don't look alike. They're filthy dirty from the farm. Love and they look at that this it looks like nothing you would see in the supermarket. And we have to explain that these are different from the ones in the supermarket and we actually have to use the real words. These eggs were fertilized. The ones in the supermarket were not. Love it. So that's why you can eat the ones in the supermarket and these you would not. These are going to hatch. And they They're learning all kinds of vocabulary just to start off. Then we set up a calendar, a hatch calendar, with pictures of what might be happening inside the egg around that day. And every day is a countdown. It becomes part of your routine, your morning routine, to check the calendar, you know, the big, um, we have it on a big uh, styrofoam board. You name the eggs. Yes. We do. That's sort of Because that was the whole event on on Facebook this weekend was which egg is cracking first? Yes. Who, Who is it? Who was it? So some classes do it differently. My class in particular, we don't let each child name a particular egg because you don't always have 100% hatch. And most times you don't. And okay. who wants to disappoint a three-year-old whose egg didn't hatch? So the eggs belong to nobody. They belong to all of us. It's a cooperative effort. And everybody, we throw out names in a language experience. What would you like to name an egg? What do you think a chick would be named? Et cetera, et cetera. And we get crazy names like, you know, Fluffy and Watermelon and George Washington. <laughs> and then the teachers obviously have to have a say, so... Tom Petty makes it in there, Billy Joel and My Favorites and things like that, and then, you know, whatever. So we we name them all kinds of names, and then we choose out of a hat. We always have extra names. And this year we had a dozen, so we chose a dozen names out of the hat. The children help us by choosing out of the hat. We write it on the egg, and they stay there for the 21 days. And then we know who's hatching first. We can refer to the eggs in in whatever way. So um, Okay, so the suspense. But until
0: that first egg is hatched, no one really knows this process if you're three years old.
1: You do in our room okay. because what you do is you have this elaborate calendar with pictures on Velcro and today is and numbers, et cetera, and the parents get a calendar that goes home. So they're counting down at home and they're counting down in the classroom. Okay. But in the classroom, we have a visual of what it looks like in the egg. The other thing that we do, which is so miraculous, is... The farmer taught us how to, what's called candling the egg. So at a certain point, like maybe two weeks in, or maybe 10 to 12 days in, I don't even know exactly, you can go and make the room dark, and it's a special flashlight you put on the end of the egg to see, really, for farmers, to see if it's viable. Mm-hmm. For us, we also know if it's viable, we can tell that nothing's happening, or something is really happening. And you can see the veins, you can see the heart beating, you can see it moving, and that is when it's all real. Wow. It's like a sonogram. Wow. So for children, for three years old, this these are their babies, and this is like, <laughs> what is going on here? And they're just, like, and we look at our own arms, and we look and see if you have a vein. Do you have a vein? How does your blood flow? Look at the blood flowing through the egg. It is, it's big stuff. It's, it's huge. So big. Huge and wondrous. Yeah. Huge and wondrous. I mean, forget about the math from counting, and the language and the science, yeah. but the, the, life the wonder, wonder, the science, like, like the awe. Right. It's really
0: awe. Plus, and again, as you said, it's their babies. So you yeah. see these little three-year-olds with this enormous Pride. power and nurturing mm-hmm. and caretaking and
1: love. I and mean, just love is. for nature. And also a little bit of ownership. We yeah. did this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're so proud of themselves, and they love them. And they arrive every day really, like, skipping down the hall. Yeah. Like, cannot wait to get in the room because they want to know, how are our chicks today? Kids who really seem somewhat maybe aloof, who wouldn't really ask those kind of questions, run in and say, how are the chicks today? Are they okay? Mm. You know, I guess they were wondering when they were in their bed last night, were the chicks sleeping? Okay, so you started to tell me, so
0: now the the eggs are hatched. And you were also going to tell me a little bit about how different personalities,
1: temperaments, learning styles interact with the checks or yes. the or the scientific process. Uh, yes. And obviously, patience is the first thing that comes to mind. You can't hurry the birth process. Yeah. You just can't. And these children are, you know, those children are like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? Yeah. They... It, it really goes away after the first few days, and they and they really get into the rhythm of well, it.
0: Well, there's a note for parents. <laughs> like, it, at, when you realize you can't control it with the questions,
1: sometimes you just surrender to it. Yes, I huh. they How? did talk about social emotional intelligence. Yes, there you go. Yes, so they they surrender to mm-hmm. the process, and they want to check, you know, they want to check on everything, um, but the whole classroom slows down, and that is really. A beautiful thing yeah. it because we're so sometimes in life we're so hurried at this time of the school year you know people
0: get it, yes. in, in many classrooms you know i can't say for threes but i think it's true you know you just
1: get a little spring fever antsy when's our spring break coming yeah. and even for teachers you know this is coming up get this done get ready for yeah. passover yeah. you know get ready for spring break parent teacher conferences are coming you know Conf- whatever everything yeah. stops in fact i'm sorry to the to the um specialist but we skipped a few specials yeah. because we were busy in our room in deep deep play and deep deep conversations about what was happening and why it was happening wow. and how it's a gentler and world it is yeah. it, i mean we just everything stops Yeah, the kids were sort of nesting. Okay, so the
0: chicks, the the, the three-year-olds were nesting. They were nesting. I love it. Okay, so now tell
1: me about the chicks' arrival. Oh, gosh. So we try and time it for a Monday. But it's not... You had the first egg hatch this on weekend? Sunday. So I Cause knew... Because you came in. I did, because I know. Our little midwife. Yes. I, I, you know, and I live far away now, too. So it's crazy. But I, I, I know that there's a window, basically. So I knew that I had to come down here on Sunday and just... And I don't know, but an hour after I got here one hatched and we caught it on video and it was so amazing uh, so it was on our face it was on debbie's facebook yeah. face. it was on the school i put yeah, it on the school page. it was really crazy cool and um so i knew that we were going to come in and and in fact maintenance texted me at like at like five o'clock at night another one hatched and i'm like all right we'll be there in the morning right. everybody
0: on campus is is involved
1: yes everybody from yes we exactly can. yeah. you can't help it from rabbis to maintenance to teachers it's all crazy good um so the children came in, and we did this amazing thing this year. By accident, it wasn't intentional, but our incubator broke from last year, and we knew we were having trouble regulating the temperature. And the temperature is everything. If you don't have a good temperature, mm-hmm. you're, ha- you're you're not going to have a good hatch rate. So fortunately, ours broke, not on purpose, but it. We got lucky. We had to order a new one, and they make a new one now that has a clear lid. We used to all gather around this little index card size window. Oh. That now is. we have a dome lid. So 17 children, not yet comfortably could gather around, mm-hmm. but did, and were able to see. And we watched three chickens hatch right there in our classroom. And let me tell you something, children who are those big action children, as you call them, and, you know, the ones who, you know, can't really sit still, they've that got to move. might be like running through things, over things. Exactly. Climbing. Yeah were mesmerized, we mm. were absolutely frozen mm. in watching. And that they didn't just do it once. We did it three times that day. It was like we came in, we watched an egg hatch, the screaming and the glee. But then when we had to stop and be quiet mm. to listen, they did. And then we did it again, and, they, and then it happened again at the end of the day. And we actually did a little cesarean section on the last one. Yeah. And they were like, ew. I'm like, listen, <laughs> it's fine. Your teacher's also a doctor, not to worry. Oh, I love it. So, it. Yeah, you now what about holding the chicks? Okay, so we have a system because we do have children who are heavier handed than mm-hmm. others, and we have to be cognizant, and we don't want them to accidentally hurt a chick. Right. Um, so the one so we have actually we have one of the teacher Lori who is my partner, her children are here, her older children are here on spring break. So we sort of gave them a job. They are the chick monitors oh, and they have been we have shoe boxes, little plastic shoe boxes on the side. If you want to hold a chick in our classroom, it's also a center. So the chick monitors who are hanging out by the pen, um, because now everybody's out of the incubator in a big pen with a heat lamp. Um, you can and just go, watching them. I mean, I could watch yeah, them Yeah, you could for just sit hours. and watch for a long time. Um, but they, the chick monitors will give you a shoebox with a chick, and you have to sit in a certain area, and there's no standing when you're holding a chick. You must be sitting. Um, and they will monitor the children holding the chicks. So it, there is... Some f- it's like flexible independence, sure. Um, because we can jump in when there's a children who's a, a child who's a little heavier handed or one who might even just drop it by yeah. accident. And so what are you seeing with the
0: interaction? what What does it bring out in
1: the children? Oh, they are just they adore them. they are so gentle. they're they're like tender. Mm-hmm. You know, that tenderness just comes out, and they want to be gentle. Yeah. They want to be careful. Yeah. Um, and they don't know it. But tomorrow, the chicks are really part of actual centers. We're studying Passover right now, and so we do this. And there's no animal cruelty here, I promise. But we allow the chickens to paint for the children. So what we <laughs> do is, we we are setting up what would what will eventually be uh, matzah trays. But we're gonna let the chickens paint it. So oh. the chickens will step in paint and then just walk around That's all over 100%. the paper, and then the children will cut it out into into their matzah trays. That's so it's right. going to be really fun so that we can have both activities, they'll remember, activities. Forever. Yeah, they'll okay. remember forever, and they'll have integrate both, the, you know, it's just a full springtime, wow. you know, activity, but it'll be Passover, it'll be the chicks, it'll be like a full classroom unit. I love it. Debbie, I am so happy to have this yeah. time with you. I am
0: so happy to share with the world, the work, the creativity, the inspiration, and to let everybody know, like, it is magic here. It's so much
1: fun. Thank it's you. So I love fun. you so much. Ah, thank you for having me.
0: So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Wester, And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.